Hey guys, welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and lore. I just wanted to take one minute out to thank our sponsor, which is Subsumption. Uh, if you came here for alien encounters, government conspiracy, and conspiracy theories, this book is the book for you, and I want to share it with you guys. Uh, it's a story about humanity's pivotal position between two warring alien empires. If you enjoyed Ender's Game, Ready Player One, or Amazon Prime series upload, which I loved all of those, then this book is for you. Okay, now you don't have to take my word for it. Take a look at Curtis M., who reviewed this book, who stated Subsumption was exciting, and I wanted to see where this story was going. Luciano is creating a universe that isn't like anything we know. It's a really hard thing to do, and he pulled it off. So, like he said, it's hard to pull off a great story that's brand new, but Luciano has been able to pull it off. Another reviewer stated, an awesome new high-tech way to explore how society might rise and fall. Elements of sci-fi and post-apocalyptic merge seamlessly. If you like the Wool series, this is a must-read. And that's by Quinn O. So, take those words of advice. Go check out Subsumption, which is in the details and description below in this episode and just click on it and it'll lead you right to Amazon's uh, link for it. So go check it out today please and thank you for listening. Now let's go on to the next episode. Thank you. What's up guys? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and lore. And it's good to be back. Welcome back and uh, I'm happy to be here. I have an interesting story um, to talk about. I'm taking a little bit of time off and having some health issues and uh, really been thinking about uh, what topics to talk about. And I thought it'd be interesting to dive into the idea of alien abduction and how they are able to erase memory and create cover memories. And it made me think, if they have that technology, maybe humanity has some sort of technology that we're working on with memory that might be on the precipice of being either completed or at the beginning stages of development. So I decided to go ahead and do an information search and found a few articles related to the topic of the idea of neuralizers like they have in Men in Black and like uh, they have uh, a memory eraser in the show Eureka, which I've been watching since I've been on my downtime. If you haven't seen Eureka and you're a sci-fi fan, you got to see Eureka. It's on Prime right now. You know, uh, they got all the seasons. It's great. Uh, check it out. But, uh, you know, it's been pretty popular in different sci-fi movies and culture uh, to have some sort of memory erase device, whether it was in... You know, just human hands or in alien hands or uh, in a movie like Men in Black where it had humans and aliens uh, in, in the same movie. So I decided to go down the old tunnel and see what I could find. And I found an article on, on QZ.com uh, that talks about a neuralizer in development. So in this article, they state that researchers at UC Davis have successfully erased specific memories from mice uh, and that uh, they are one step closer to developing a neuralizer-like uh, device or tool, so to speak. Um, so they say that uh, neuroscientists have long believed that the memory retrieval process involves two parts of the brain, the cerebral cortex and the hippocampus. The theory is that learning is involved in the cortex and that the hippocampus reproduces 
this pattern of activity during retrieval because every time you're trying to remember a memory, you know, you have to access different portions of your brain for that memory and it reproduces the event. So there's two different portions, portions of the brain uh, believed to be a part of this memory retrieval process. The cerebral cortex and the hippocampus. Okay, so this page keeps flipping around. Um, so they state that uh, when UC Davis researchers used genetically modified mice whose nerve cells glowed green when activated, uh, they were able to test this theory and whether or not they could they could uh, switch off the nerve cells uh, by light. Okay, so this is kind of interesting because they're using just light in this process. Uh, the mice were trained to receive a mild electric shock when placed in a cage. Boy, you gotta love, gotta love science, torturing animals, right? Well, each time they were put in the cage, they would freeze in fear instead of roaming around as they'd normally do. So you know. <laughs> Even in just reading this article, it just makes me think about, you know, humans being abducted for alien experimentation. It's like no wonder we're terrified of being abducted and uh, they cover our memories <laughs> with their, their neuralizer because we're, we'd be just like these mice walking around terrified in fear. And I think a lot of times abductees probably are walking around terrified in fear or have fear of a location in which they were abducted or in the event in which they were abducted. Could you imagine being abducted? Just to go off on a tangent here, could you imagine being abducted while you're driving and then all of a sudden having a fear of driving and you have no idea why? It's a really interesting theory. Uh, and it makes me, you know, just think about human psychology and, and why people have developed anxiety. And it makes you wonder, you know, if it could be related to, you know, some of these cases could be related to, you know, an abduction event. That being said, I'm going to get back to this article. Um, but these mice, in, instead of uh, just roaming around, they would freeze in fear because, of course, they're expecting an electric shock. Well, it, this article says, then, quote-unquote, came the fun part. Boy, okay. Uh, the omnipotent researchers switched off the mice's memories of being shocked by a beaming light into their brains uh, using a fiber optic cable. So since the mice were genetically modified, the researchers could isolate the exact cells responsible for those memories and direct light to those cells only. So that's really fascinating to me. They're able to beam light directly into their brains using a fiber optic cable, but the fiber optic cable must have been implanted into their brain, I'm assuming here. They don't say that, but it, i got to assume that's what happened. <clears throat> uh, and of course, like they said, since they were genetically modified, the researchers could isolate the exact cells responsible for those memories because they would light up uh, in green and uh, they didn't disrupt any other cells in the hippocampus. When the mice were placed back in the cage, they were no longer, uh, they would no longer freeze in fear because they apparently had no memory of ever being shocked. So isn't this interesting? According to this article, and according to UC Davis researchers, they've found a way to erase memory. Uh, now, could that be replicated with humans? Well, then humans would have to be genetically modified. 
you know, we as a willing participant would have to be willing to be genetically modified to have our brain erased so they could direct that light to our exact location in our brain to erase that memory currently with this technology however that being said in the future they may be able to develop a device that would be able to access any portion of the brain without having to be genetically modified or being implanted with some sort of optic cable so that's really interesting uh, you know it, it, there's more to the article here um, they state that you know obviously no experiments have done have been done on humans because hopefully they're not going to try to electrocute us while we're trying to go into a cage. Neither one of those sounds like fun. Um, uh, as for now, the light needs to be connected directly to the brain via a cable, rather than a flash of light being detected by the eyes and then converted into the into something that the brain can read. Okay, so yes, it they had a, a cable implanted into their brain. So that's where they're at now. Now, could they, you know, make a device that could be, uh, you know, conf have converted light uh, be shown into the eyes and then communicated into the brain so that you can, uh, you would forget this? Absolutely, right? I mean, it's just a matter of ingenuity, uh, inspiration, and creativity that can happen, uh, you know, anytime in the near future. So, it, with that being said, that's pretty much the article, but they basically state that they can erase your memory. Now, think about that for a second. You know, just us dumb, you know, dumb, dumb, you know, people down here, right? I mean, we're not the most intelligent creatures in the galaxy, right? We can create this kind of stuff. So, if we can create this and the next step would be some sort of actual neuralizer, then, of course, it probably isn't out of the realm of possibility that some other uh, species has created a neuralizer easily. Um, so, you know, that's what's fascinating. You know, like, this is, you know, all this stuff is sci-fi, right? It all starts with a sci-fi movie, but eventually comes out to be, you know, we, we're inspired by these movies and it, and it comes out to be a, an actually tested device that we're able to create. Um, here's another article. Scientists are working on a men in black style memory wiping technology. This is from the Hollywood Reporter. So let's see if this is any good. So it states that, uh, you know, this has been an you know, ongoing, uh, you know, idea since Star Trek uh, in the 90s. Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones, um, and they talk about the UC scientists and researchers. Um, <laughs> they also talk about how they'd like to use it on Johnny Knoxville because he was an alien in, in Men in Black 3. Yeah, he played a great alien in that one. Nope, that's my bad. It was Men in Black 2. But nonetheless, um, you know, what's interesting about these studies is, is that it's not too far off in the future. And if you've seen a show that's on Amazon, it's a great show, it's called The Feed, they implant you in the show <laughs> uh, with a device that can uh, connect you to The Feed, quote-unquote The Feed, which is the internet, uh, and it's an implant into your brain. And through that, you can make phone calls, video calls, um, you can let people see what you're seeing through your eye through this implant, and you're always connected to the feed, and you can see all these windows populating, opening up in your in your uh, line of sight. Um, 
through this device. It's fascinating. And, it, you know, the show isn't too far out of the realm of possibility because that's exactly what Elon Musk's team is doing, is they're developing what's called the Neuralink, which is uh, a device that is currently implanted, just like they did with these mice at UC Davis, which uh, will allow you to access the Internet. And he's, he's developing the uh, Starlink program to assist with, you know, this, this whole uh, company. So all his companies are kind of like intertwined. Um, and eventually, you know, when it comes down to memory, we're going to have some sort of either implant or some kind of device that we can, you know, attach to the outside of our, our, our heads that will allow us to have all memories downloaded if we want to or uploaded so that we can always remember everything. We can access it, go back, you know, it'll take up a tremendous amount of, you know, storage somewhere, but we'd have access to all of our memories. So if we ever wanted to say, oh, you know what, we forgot about, you know, this, we could go back and access it if we wanted to. Of course, that lends itself to, you know, privacy issues, you know, being able to ensure confidentiality um, and not having your account storage hacked by some hacker and your entire life being put out on the Internet. So there's that issue as well. But that being said, there's so many interesting science fiction ideas becoming science fact that we're really living in quite an age. Uh, and it's, it's interesting to see new and more advanced technology come out. Now, going back to the original thesis about this uh, podcast, you know, do we as humans have this technology? Well, yes, we do. It's not the exact same type or format of technology, but is a Ferrari or a Ford Taurus going to get you from point A to point B? Absolutely. Are they going to, is one going to do it more efficiently and faster? Absolutely. But do we have the same technology? Absolutely. Now, when will it be, be you know, in the hands of, uh, you know, will it ever get into the wrong hands? Will it ever become in our hands? You know, that's a scary thought because we can't go around erasing people's, you know, memories. Would you be able to go to the doctor and ask the doctor to erase a memory for you? Now, that's an interesting proposition because I'm sure that many people, many people, would want to erase painful, traumatic events from their life so that they can move forward easily, confidently, reduce anxiety, reduce depression, um, reduce PTSD. I mean, the list goes on and on. And I'm sure there'll be somebody out there saying, oh, you can't do that, you know, come, come on, come on, Lockdown Universe, that's a, that's a horrible idea. Why would we want to forget memories? And I'm not saying it's for everybody, but I'm saying that there's a lot of people, I guarantee you, that would probably take advantage of it. I mean, I, all of us out there can probably think of a few memories we we would probably be able to live better and easier and happier if we didn't have those memories. Now, would we still be ourselves? Well, maybe we would, you know, be ourselves before the memory, you know. Maybe we would go back to, you know, a, a time and place which uh, might be better. I don't know. You know, that's like, that's the thing. It's what we've gone through makes us who we are now, but sometimes who we are now makes us unable to function, right? 
just ask anybody who's got PTSD, anybody that's got anxiety due to a traumatic event, anybody that's got depression due to a traumatic event, um, and they can't function. I mean, how many people would say, hey, if I can function without this memory, sign me up. Would you? Would you sign up to have your own memory erased? Some, you know, some portion of it, right? Obviously, we're not going to erase your, you know, they're not going to erase your entire existence. But would you sign up for that? What memory would you erase? Do you think it would allow you to function better? And I think that's what the aliens are are thinking when they're abducting us: is humans are going to live better if they don't have access to this memory. Now, what's fascinating is is that. Despite their technology, we're still able to access portions of our memory that have the we we can replicate the 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 event through hypnotic regression. So that being said, with this new technology that UC Davis has made, would it be possible under hypnotic regression to reobtain those memories? If so, does that mean that they're truly gone, or are we merely able to exist? without having that memory come into our conscious thought processes? Is it still somewhere subdued in our subconscious somewhere through the, through the UC Davis project? That we don't know because we can't hypnotically regress the mice. But we can say aliens are far more superior in technology than we are, and they haven't fully erased that memory. Why wouldn't they? Don't you think that if they wanted us to, to not have that memory at all, they could probably do it? They could probably have that technology, yet they still did not fully erase the memory from many or almost any abductee. You can access that memory still under hypnotic regression. So that just makes you think, how advanced is this technology? And if it's truly that advanced, how are we able to retain that memory with which are under which some people have undergone the alien abduction experience and if we can remember that how deep does our does our mind go you know i mean is it something that even they can't access fully because we still have that memory is it is it is it deeper is it more ethereal? Is it more um, inaccessible? Is it something, is our mind something that we don't even fully have a comprehension about? And I can tell you after years of studying psychology, you know, nobody's got a full grasp on, on what the mind really is yet. We know we can access different points in the brain that can elicit certain responses, but the mind and the brain connection is still up for grabs in the realm of understanding and how we understand it. So, that being said, I think that uh, we have a lot of questions and still not enough answers, but it is an interesting idea to think about, the idea of the neuralizer, the idea that the neuralizer fully doesn't eliminate the memory, the idea that we have actually developed our own neuralizer and that it's currently under under uh, process and, and, and in, in these projects uh, and that it may become available in the future. Could, and what, what ramifications could those have for, for humanity? 
So anyway, guys, I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you're taking care of your spiritual, physical, and emotional health. I hope you guys are uh, exploring your uh, hobbies, your goals, and your dreams, and always continuing to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys, take care of yourselves. And as always, Lockdown Universe out.